Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the winner of every season of Survivor. Today's guest is a force of nature in the comedy podcast world. You know him as the host of The High and Mighty. He's also the host of the upcoming True TV series, 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Let's give a big juicy welcome to John Gabris. Hi, how's it going, Gabrus? <laughs> hey, Solomon. Sorry, John Gabrus. <laughs> please, yes, use my perf- my SAG name when I'm podcasting, please. Yes, is it is it just John? It's not the full. I'm Jonathan. Is my birth name? Okay, yeah, but I. I, no one ever really even uses my first name and only like my mom mm-hmm. and like bill collectors call me Jonathan. Yeah. Well, look, I'm just, a re- it's, it's just a regular John and then a Jonathan. It's not a Jonah, which I've seen. I've, heard, I've gotten a John from that before too. I learned that uh, I could shorten my name to Jonah, Nathan, John, or like, like I was like, Ooh, I could really fuck with that. Cause yeah. Jonathan has Nathan in it too. And wow. but that would be straight up stolen. Like Nathaniel, mm-hmm. uh, Valor. If I was just like, oh yeah, call me Nathan. Everyone's like, what's your first name? It's like Jonathan. Everyone's like, (laughs) yeah, that's the kind of chaos that I think you should do with your name. (laughs) (laughs) Dropping fucking firecrackers with your name everywhere. It doesn't fit. You think it doesn't fit, (laughs) but it does fit. (laughs) (laughs) Just haven't seen you in so long. I haven't seen you since the pandemic, uh, and probably yeah. Are you okay? Are you all right? I'm. (laughs) I'm. Are you existing? Look, I, I, I could safely say I'm doing better than a lot of people, but that by no means means I'm doing well. Yeah, I just know so many people who are doing so poorly. <laughs> and honestly, look, I think that's the best way to compare your, your life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel great about where I'm at, yeah. but I, I think uh, it's only because so many people I know uh, are going through some real heavy shit. Yeah, and uh, so I feel, oh, I feel, okay, I, my, my problems are small. Yeah. I, that is like how I'm, intellectualize everything which is not for good necessarily but i'm always like you're not actually allowed to complain about this when you think about other people it's like okay yeah shut up and just deal see the trick is not to think about other people Uh. (laughs) ah fuck man that's the move (laughs) highly recommend it get yourself i feel like if you can if you can do that you can really succeed in hollywood (laughs) (laughs) that's the number one way to succeed is not thinking about other people Only think about yourself in every single decision you make going oh, forward, gosh. and you could truly succeed without talent. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, do, I, I don't trust you, but I do trust you. <laughs> I know, as you should. <laughs> I'm doing anything to get ahead. I haven't thought of you or anyone else in years. 
Oh, I'm so happy you're doing my show. Um, so, so the nature of this is just gossip. Um, not because I'm, I'm not really that crazy about celebrity gossip. No, I love I love harmless, go- like not harmless gossip, but gossip what you can't accidentally spill. Like yeah. when someone tells me their work gossip of a job that I'll never interact with, <laughs> that's the that's the best shit for me because then I can never accidentally say in front of Tina, "Oh, you're yeah. the one who's 69 on Company Time or whatever," you know. So like that is the best. Is if someone sits down, it's like you want to hear what happened at work today. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, no stakes for me whatsoever. <laughs> this is the dream. As for like, I have like the amount of times I've put my foot in my mouth in this industry based on several opinions that I've heard. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, it's it's a burden to me now. I I told a friend the other day was like, hey, uh, blah blah blah. I heard, and I was like, honestly, do not tell me anything about that. I that person is someone that I talk about too much, and I will s- spill that. T- like, I'm a fault, but I can't know some info. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'll wait to hear the press release. <laughs> Don't give me any. Interest. Yeah, the, I know this ahead of time, but I gotta keep it to myself because I can get a lot of legal trouble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't like. I don't want any responsibility. Like, it, it, even on the most minor scale of like, please don't let anyone know about this. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Please don't tell leave me. me out of I'd it. rather don't. less work. Yeah. <laughs> then now I'm part of the problem. <laughs> Leave me out of this. <laughs> so much I tell you positive news. You're like, yo, leave me leave out of Leave me this. out I of it. Not- even if it's good. There's a great... <laughs> but you were, so you grew up in a small town, right? Uh, yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Long Island. So uh, s- small-ish town just outside, you know, major city. Oh, the major small biggest town city life. in the entire country. Yeah, yeah that's that a, like uh, you, that's, that's a tougher small town because you can see where... <laughs> Where the big oh, lights yeah. are. <laughs> it's crazy. I always joke that it's 40 miles away and 40 years behind. Like, it's just <laughs> like, like I have, I know so many people who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s on Long Island who have been to the city, like, a handful of times in the last decade like that my i know so many people who are like oh dude i don't want to go to the city we got restaurants right here it's like oh, no, 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 no. you don't understand people fly from other countries to go to new york city you have the ability to take an eight dollar train and you won't you're fucking crazy and there are people who are like, nah, I love Long Island. I never go in. They pay the premium. They don't even commute to Manhattan for work. And they pay that premium to live on Long Island and avoid the city. It's like, okay, wow. I guess. Well, I guess. <laughs> Public transit is a nightmare. You might have to <laughs> look at someone. I feel like every time I've been in Long Island, it's always been like a... Like it's like like right where the city ends. Like it's pretty much like New York, but like you further out you get the like you, the, like you can, you can actually travel through the decades. <laughs> from like oh, the 90s you can to the get 80s to, you can find the sticks <laughs> yeah you can find you can find rednecks on long island if you keep driving far enough out. and then and then it goes all the way around again when you get to the hamptons and then it's mega wealthy people again and you're like whoa what the fuck like new york city and hamptons and in between is just a spectrum of classes races and religions and creeds oh. and color yeah it's a wild place to grow up but i i have some like pseudo ironic pride that has now become actual pride for the island and i'm like trying to make the name back i mean i fucking inked my body with it so (laughs) (laughs) i felt the need to flex even though we're on i was like all right well hold on (laughs) i'm really gonna see this look it's also it's important Uh, so i'm i'm not that familiar with certain things what is specifically the difference between long in long island and staten island Staten Island is one of the five boroughs and is technically yes. part of New York City. Long Island is made up of two counties, Nassau and Suffolk, and is technically just 
Long Island is not even like a thing you would ever write in your address because you either <laughs> like you would you would just be like uh, you know like Wanta on New York because everything's so town based yeah. there. That's the main difference. But culturally, it's very similar. Very much like cops and firefighters are the two best jobs you can have. Like Staten Island, it's diverse in that way that mm-hmm. it is pop. Like it's like black people live here, white people live here, yeah. Jewish people live here, Asian people live here. We all go to the same school. We all interact everywhere, but. We have neighbors. You go to your separate corners of the town. <laughs> yeah, and that's like new, everyone's like Long Island's diverse. It's like, what about Uniondale? And they're like the black town. It's like, well, if you say that, yeah. you know that it's not. Like, yes, <laughs> we're like, like, what's it? They call it like the melting pot. It's just like unstirred and uncooked on Long Island. Yeah, it's just like it's, all the ingredients are in the pot, and it's like, well, the clump of spinach is over here, and the clump yeah. of bok choy is still over here. Yeah, nobody put the broth in to and turn on the heat. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this is gonna be a. Dis- Disgusting pot of soup if we try to eat it. <laughs> so growing up there, for me, I think, I think small towns are always a rumor mill of, of wild information. Do you remember any aspect of that? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much that goes around because everyone is chatty. Of like the major cultures on Long Island, like there's a big Italian-American presence and a big mm-hmm. Jewish-American presence. And both cultures, I think, are... Like, love to whisper at the dinner table. Love to go, like, and she's, like, yes. and in my experience. So that is so prevalent. The one that comes to mind that is, like, harmless, like, that won't uh, make anyone in my family stop speaking <laughs> to me. Or, yeah. <laughs> like, I literally was just, like, talking to my wife. I'm like, I can't really do anything. I can't tell this gossip. She's like, no, your family would like... I was like, okay, let's slide down. Uh, but no- <laughs> what am I allowed to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what can I legally talk about between our two families? And it's like, not a lot. But here, here's a fun piece of sort of gossip. My mom's side of the family is Italians, all super Catholic. My dad's yeah. side of the family is sort of like... Eastern European, like uh, blue collar, poor people. And so my mom's side of the family, super Catholic, a rumor growing up was that her cousin had a baby, you know, second cousins, call them cousins your whole life. This woman uh, had a baby before she had the three kids we know. And this like baby was put up for adoption. It was always like a rumor and we never really believed it. And it never felt like this cause, like didn't sound like her. And then- a couple of years ago, we learn. So there's three kids in that family that yeah. I know of. And the dad, uh, my uncle and my aunt, uh, or, or my second cousin, but we call them aunt, let's say like just yeah. Aunt Jess and Uncle Nick. Uh, after uh, Jess Simpson and Nick Lachey, everyone's aunt and uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. uncle, Nick and, uncle Nick and Aunt Jess had been together since high school. And then we learned that they did actually have a child out of wedlock, but they were so Catholic that they it was a secret baby and put up for adoption. But they never divorced. So they had three more kids yeah. that they raised, and there was always this fourth kid that they had sent yeah. for adoption. And then... I was like coming home to visit my mom. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be home this weekend. She's like, oh, that's wonderful. You'll be able to go to, let's call him, you'll be able to go to Terry's party. And I'm like, who's Terry? (laughs) Terry. And she's like, well, remember Nick and uh, Jess said they had like, well, they are in touch with him. He's, uh, because these are, uh, one of the cousins is older than me. So this person, I'm 40. This person's probably now 45. And I'm like, that's, that's wild. Yeah, I can't wait to meet this person that, 
I meet this guy. So we go to this party and I haven't seen my mom's whole side of the family in a long time since moving to California. So it's really nice. And then there's just like guest of honor guy there. And it's so interesting to see like something that I thought was gossip played out till the end. Yeah. And then the, the real kicker is that it was also a solid lesson in nature versus nurture. My three siblings that uh, my three cousins that were raised by these, by Nick and Jess are a coast guard officer a Broadway stagehand, which is what my mom's entire yeah. side of the family did. My dad, my grandpa, all my aunts and uncles. The most Ginzo New York job ever is like, <laughs> I love that. I get my son into the union. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Truly, truly. That's why so many Italians and Irish lived in Hell's yeah. Kitchen is because they that's where close to the cheap neighborhood close to Broadway. Because uh, everyone was just giving, like everyone, where they would be like, my uncle's a union elevator operator. I got a job as a stagehand. Like everyone just had, and, and you know, they're like, Nikki, Tommy, Joe. Joey are their names. <laughs> and then this one, I'm standing there with Tommy, who's a union stagehand, and his new to him blood brother. And there's no half sibling because it's the same exact parents. Yeah. So he's like, and I'm talking to him, and I'm like, so what do you do? That's crazy, blah, blah. And the guy's like, I'm a cancer researcher, a cancer research scientist <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> and my cousin Joey, the stagehand, is like, get a load of this fucking guy, huh? Maybe if, I, maybe if I moved off Long Island, I could have been a cancer research scientist. And I was like, honestly, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is literally, exactly, yeah. Yes, it's, pr probably. It sets your blood and taking somewhere else. <laughs> it was just such a heavy, real, funny moment where I saw it on his face, like, oh, man, that's funny. My brother's a cancer researcher, and he saw it on my face. Wow. Okay, I'm glad I got off this island. <laughs> you know, I think I made the right choice. I think I made yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe not doing the whole fucking comedy thing. That might have been the bad choice, but the good choice was definitely move to New York City and then Los Angeles. Fuck this island <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Did you work while you were out there? Like those really, like a terrible job before you moved on out? I had... Uh, I had great jobs growing up on Long Island. I was a <gasps> I was a lifeguard, a beach lifeguard, and a bartender. So you like were a lifeguard that was I, and a bartender. Yeah, I was a lifeguard summers in like high school and college, and then uh, in my senior year of high school, got a job as a bartender and was bartending when I was home from college yeah. as well. You know they make TV shows based on those jobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had like a true like my college and summer experience was like full blown Van Wilder. With the addition right. of monogamy, like I like I, I like live I like lived a life like a crazy ass life where I was bartending two nights a week and at the beat I I had and this is actually becoming truer and truer every day. All my jobs I've ever had are things that other people do for fun, and it's very cool. But it does ruin a lot of fun things. You know what I mean? Once you start yes. getting paid to like watch movies and talk about them on a podcast or in some capacity mm -hmm. or to eat food on camera and talk about it. Yeah. Some, it's all huge, you know, blessing and a curse, double-edged sword, all that shit. But I've monetized like all the fun. Like I love the beach <laughs> and I started working there and then everyone would go to the beach and hang out and I'd be there working. Uh, then I started bartending at all the college trash bars and I was like, oh, I was, I'm such a, like a hustler fucking <laughs> blue collar kid where it's just like, okay, everyone's hanging out here. How can I go there and make money? Like, oh, I love smoking weed. It's like, <laughs> I got to start getting free weed. Oh, I have followers on social media. Get free weed. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've definitely monetized a lot of my uh, favorite hobbies. Yeah, sometimes it's like, yeah, you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. But 
guess what? You eventually learn to hate everything you love. <laughs> I know. That's, I, just, I just literally wrapped a travel show, and I went out to dinner with my wife when I got back, and we're like, we miss each other. Let's go out for dinner. And yeah. She's like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't even want to look at the fucking menu. I don't want to drink <laughs> alcohol. I'm like, I'm going to order a salad and water. And like, I just like, and I was like, she's, I love restaurants. I'm visible. I'm obviously yeah. a glutton. I'm obviously a massive consumer. I and I just broke myself to be like, ah, I, I don't want any alcohol. No partying <laughs> for me. Like I'd like I've to read tonight. <laughs> yeah. There's been there's moments where I'm just like, I'm just gonna make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and just call it a wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can hit a stride where you're like, you know, this is your third meal you ordered from Postmates today, and maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I had to say, if you order once, you're not allowed to order again. Like, like that was my rule, like delivery once a yeah. day. Because in the pandemic, it started being like lunch and dinner. And then we're like, oh, yeah. did we spend $190 today on two salads and iced teas for lunch? And then it's like, no, we can't live like this. So we have to do, ta- <laughs> we have to go pick up one order a day at least. I make, I make the rules like you have to go to the place. You yeah. have to you have to go to the place. I, there's a lot of layers to why that rule is important because if you like have to make the exact same order but while talking to a person rather than just clicking buttons, you're definitely not going to be like and add cheese and add cheese. And, like, yeah. You know, like well, you're like, just like that's enough, right? That's plenty. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass myself in front of an actual human. But I do want to go to that. like lifeguard. To me, that job is the most glamorous of them all. What was that? It's like? my best job I've ever had in my entire life. And I've been paid to drink, smoke, and eat and <laughs> sit around and it's, bullshit with friends. Yeah. <laughs> it seems so sad. It was, how many lives did you have to save? I'll tell you what. I, I started off as like a public pool lifeguard because that's what uh-huh. you do when you're like six, 15 and 16. They, they, it is a job you can like tr- get at 15, which is like, so you're like, I'm working <laughs> earlier than most of my friends. And the thing about it is, especially once I got to Jones Beach, which is like the south shore of Long Island, is jo- a, a big chunk of the beach is called Jones Beach. It's a state park, uh, can, includes Robert Moses Beach and a bunch of other uh, beaches and state parks. But that job I got... Uh, the summer before I went away to college. So I was 18 years old, got this job. And here's the thing about it. It was just serious enough for me that like I could tell like work and I worked with a bunch of 40 and 50 Mm -hmm. and 60 year old people, mostly men who were teachers, cops and firefighters, because it was a job you can have both of. As a matter of fact, uh, every summer of lifeguarding for state park, you can get, uh, a third of a pension credit to your cop pension or whatever. So people were, you know, and that's like a cop's dream is like somehow making money while I'm doing nothing. So like, they're like figuring all that. But for me as an 18 year old, all of a sudden I have the serious job that adults have, but for them, it's a fun job for me. I don't know anything that's serious yeah. yet. Uh, so for me, all of a sudden it's like people's lives are in your hands. Like do not fuck up. You have to learn CPR. Someone will could drown. And it was yeah. just real enough that it gave me the ego boost or the validation that I was yeah. doing something real. But I'm at a beach or at a pool or at a Hexer State Park, which was a, a bay, a large lake. And yeah. it's like, this fucking rules. And it's like, but it's just serious enough that you leave the day and you're like, hell yeah. And it paid great like i'm talking like in 1999 starting off at like 14 dollars an hour to life you have to we're like, the same age uh by the way uh oh shit. and so <laughs> i'm literally i'm working at subway dealing with the jared diet 
<laughs> at this time. Getting and we're not tapes. talking about his computer hard drives. We're talking about a different, a different diet. Yeah, this was before his. we knew that. Before we knew that. It was, his less controversial diet. Yeah, it was, I was definitely getting, a, I was getting six bucks an hour at that time. So I'm over here just like convincing people that the meatballs. <laughs> that the, uh, the tuna just needs to add water. It'll be fine. It's, it's dehydrated tuna. Oh. Yeah, I, I, it was like the coolest job you can have in high school. And it was funny that I, in that six year run of uh, the years I was, the summers I was a lifeguard, I watched like 25% of the people I started with change their college majors to <laughs> education or to deciding to become cops or firemen so that they can never give up the lifeguarding job. That's how good it was. <laughs> I knew it. two different engineering majors who were like, nope, no engineering. We're just going to teach science in high school and look forward to the lifeguarding in the summer. I was like, wow. <laughs> look, I'm considering it right now. I might just leave halfway through this podcast and just... So, not a bit, Solomon. In the pandemic, I was having a little bit of like a midlife crisis and I am on the email list for the LA County lifeguard test. And I skipped it this year due to my career. I've been having actual work to do, but it's on my mind every day. I'm like, I got to stay in ocean shape. So Look, let's just say if anything happens, which means nothing can happen, I will happily... <laughs> Sign up. <laughs> we'll take the test together and just see how it goes. <laughs> we'll just see how it goes. We won't, there's no guarantees. <laughs> no, I can't promise I'll do anything well. Um, before we transition, because we're about to move into the mailbag, I do want to give a quick shout out to your wife who gave me the most, like, I got a great bouquet from Team Coco via her, and it was one of the most beautiful things in the world. Uh, oh, that's awesome, so. Sam. She's going to be so pumped to hear this. I totally <laughs> didn't even put this. She's like, who's your podcast with? I'm like, I don't think you know him. He's a comedian. So you just made a podcast. You just made a podcast. But yeah, she's the sweetser life on Instagram. She'd yes. kill me if I didn't shout her out. And she does like... Uh, she does mostly events, but she uh, is, is working her skills up with some custom uh, gifting yeah. uh, bouquets and shit like that. It was uh, really, thank you, Solomon. Like, they had the, she made these beautiful uh, pastel multicolored roses with leopard print on the tips. And I was just like, <laughs> how? That level of detail, I'm, it spoke yeah. to my entire homosexual heart. <laughs> really. she, if, if you have one of those homosexual hearts that enjoys <laughs> maximalism, you get oh. along with my wife, who's most of her it friends are fully sings of to the you. homosexual. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we have a, we have bad news, uh, Mr. Giorgio. We can do a heart transplant, but the heart is a hetero heart. Let me die. I'd rather die. <laughs> yeah. You just draw a DNR Pull on your the chest. plug. Just me and my wigs, all in my arms. Like no, take me out. <laughs> I'd rather go. <laughs> Okay, Gabrus, it's time to read some of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It's mailbag time. I'm so happy because I have two pieces of mail here uh, that I'm going to share with you. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a very good friend who dated a douche for way too long. We've all been there. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. I've been the douche and I've been the friend. I, I've both sides, both sides of the coin. So after the hundredth or so cheating scandal, and a random butt plug found in her glove box, that was the end for her. That's a lot. How random like, was is it? this butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like it's just uh, but as she was as she was packing up her crap and moving the f out of his shitty house she got a brilliant idea <laughs> she took every one of his left shoes and got the fuck out what that's fucking <laughs> awesome I, like, I love revenge 
Uh, I also love very th- thoughtful revenge, which is like thoughtful, ball busting, but like just below felony. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's like that's like so cool and smart. Like um, you you like he won't report that. Like no. he won't like yeah. That's like too much. He got fucking. He got bullied. He got dominated. <laughs> like what are you gonna do? Call the cops? Like he, yeah, she took all of my left shoes. And I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> That, I would I would like be outside her house with the fucking boombox trying to win her back. The second she did that, I'd be like, <laughs> you're like "Fuck! I can't believe I ever cheated on you. You're the you're the dream woman. <laughs> <laughs> this was meant to be." <laughs> I've yeah, I've not I've I've I'm t- I tend not to be the best at breaking up with people. So I this is <laughs> God. I'm actually going to tell you about a time I broke up with somebody that I actually do feel ashamed for. But it is <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 after a year and a half of dating someone, I texted a breakup once. <laughs> oh, that's too long. That's I know. Too, 18 months I know. is too long. I know. I know. I did it though. And here's, <laughs> I tried to call him all day and he didn't answer because he does this thing where he was like, he pretended he did his phone wasn't charged, like doesn't hold a charge and <laughs> like he doesn't answer calls. I was like, and I, my goal was I have to break up with him today or I can't go to this Kesha concert tonight. Oh man. So that was that was like that was the that the was the amount of romances that start <laughs> and end because of a Kesha concert <laughs> incoming. It's too crazy. But I was essentially that was like that was my deal with myself. You're not allowed to do this unless you do the thing that you've been avoiding, which was breaking up with this guy. And I was like, you know what? I tried to call and here's a text message. It was a long text message. <laughs> oh, thank you. And then you. I took a pill of Molly and I went right to, to, to Kesha. <laughs> Oh, that's a fucking dream come true. I just literally, <laughs> the most unprofessional thing ever is leaned back and clapped into my microphone. So I'm sorry. <laughs> but I really enjoyed the idea of popping a Molly and then like getting the response text at the worst time. Like, oh. Oh, you think it was that? Oh, no, I was feeling great. I just, <laughs> airplane mode, throw like, your phone in the fucking river. And just keep I'm just here, just listen, like, <laughs> I'm just listening to you, Love is My Drug, going, yeah, I, that does suck yeah. for him. <laughs> He will miss me. But fully <laughs> disconnected from it. Man, that must be tough. Anyway. <laughs> That's so awesome. Uh, so this next piece of gossip. Uh, a local bar was in the process of uh, being taken over by a new guy in town. Uh, he seemed to have gang affiliation. Uh, he was not well liked. The new guy dropped out of a heart attack behind the bar during service. The previous owner kept the bar open as soon as the body was gone. Wait. So they had the old bar taken over by a new guy in town. Uh, I guess there's a gang affiliation. I don't know what kind of gang. I'm assuming it's organized crime. Uh, But since he was not well-liked, but he did just drop dead in the middle of a service. And they're like, you know what? Let's just keep things going. That's fucking crazy. I was at a wedding where a person had a heart attack on the dance floor and the tone was fucking crazy after like the ambulance came and took them away. Yeah. Like I felt so bad for the bride and groom. I couldn't have met, like just leave them. <laughs> just like put a tablecloth over them. <laughs> <laughs> Keep partying. That's, that's a part of me that's like, <sighs> I also, I'd want to go to the bar that keeps it open, keeps itself open after the body is gone. <laughs> right. I think, I think that's the kind of place I want to hang out. A place that's like, <laughs> look, shit happens, but uh, we do have cheap drafts. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, let's fucking ride. That's also, that's, that's kind of level of villain I wish I could be in society where. <laughs> right. It's not full blown evil, nefar- uh, you know, nefarious behavior, but it's just enough to be like, 
I think Solomon's bar is a little sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> what, does anything crazy happen when you worked as a bartender? Yeah, I'm assuming so too, because uh, I worked in bars as well. Yeah, and that really, like working in bars or restaurants in your 20s is like a way for you to like miss... Honestly, working in entertainment and service is not a good way to understand like how to be a person because it's like no. too it's like too dialed up. The vo- the intensity is too high. Like you party hard, you work hard, you throw your body into the trash, and in, in both in both. Oh yes, and like just doing that from like my teens and through my forties has ravaged me. But <laughs> one of my favorite little scams in my bars we had. Uh, well, f- we had bladder buster night, which is one of the nights I bartended. What? And that was. <laughs> cover and penny beers until someone peed. There would always be a bouncer at the bathrooms. Now, it's just a dumb gimmick, but when people want to drink free draft beer, they will go through insane. So I, when I was hanging out there before I started uh, working at this bar, shout out McKeebs, named for an Irish and Jewish owner launching the bar Love together. Yeah, the most Long Island shit ever. It's like, we own our slurs. It's like, okay, guys. <laughs> but you're making me say them to come here. <laughs> like, I probably wouldn't go to a <laughs> black-owned bar that had the N-word in the title. I'd be uncomfortable saying the, to the Uber driver or a cab driver to take me there. <laughs> You can walk. <laughs> yeah, no, might as well just walk. I'll walk. It's good. You know, my steps it's, it's got really good food, and I highly recommend. <laughs> I know it does. Yeah. Uh, but bladder buster night, so people would piss at the bar. You would like come mm-hmm. up and act like you were looking at a drink with your schwanz out and just pee underneath. People would pay covers over and over again because you didn't – you'd rather – pay 10 more dollars than be the person that broke the seal so that just made the night absolutely disgusting and the highlight of it for me was we had four beers on draft we had mgd miller light bud heavy and bud light and all four (laughs) of those taps went to bush light kegs in the basement (laughs) and people would be like you're out of mgd it's like well just have a miller light they'd be like i'll wait till the mgd keg is fixed it's like Guys, no. I don't want to tell you this, but you should order <laughs> bottled beer here if you want. But even the Grey Goose was rack vodka. We did all the illegal shit of like, oh, uh, like f- f- empty Grey Goose bottles being bo- filled with Crystal Palace and shit, and just charging, overcharging kids to drink fake Grey Goose out of a plastic cup. <laughs> the, bar, the bar scene was not. I one time walked down to see the uh, walked in on the owner getting head at his like manager's desk downstairs and. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it was it was dicey. It was I was like, was ah! it the Jewish or the Irish one? <laughs> uh, he, he was he was the Jewish one. To be fair, <laughs> the Jewish one. Now I'm here. I'm accidentally anti-Semitic. Hey, you, did you call me the Jewish one on a podcast? I was like, I didn't. I didn't use your name, Matt. <laughs> Dang. Well, shit. I've, I've, cause I, I've, I've seen a lot. I've definitely, God, the amount of times I would just show up to work with three hours of sleep uh, oh <laughs> for a shift. God. Dude, and, the amount, the amount I would drink while bartending is was insane. Like if, if, if anyone drank as much bartending as I did, like at any other job, you'd be let go in like two hours. It'd be like I would show up, drink half of a giant vitamin water, and then fill the rest with vodka or Bacardi, <laughs> and then yes. drink that while I was working. 
<laughs> and then a, do like, shots with any girl that asked me. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of shots that are done in a bar shift is insane. But the thing that I've always surprised by, bartenders swear by it. It's the most disgusting alcohol in the world. It's Fernet. Fernet. I yes. hate it. <laughs> the amount of times it has been forced down my throat because I'm working in the bar industry and then just be like, you'll get used to it. I'm like, you shouldn't. No one should get used to this flavor. I, I held on to the Fernet flavor because I, if you order it late at night, any bartender or waiter kind of like gives you a nod. It's like, a, yeah, it's like I, I think I, this is the real juice we're spilling here. You want to impress a bartender or a waiter? Order a Fernet after dinner. Uh, it's usually cheap. If you like the taste of Christmas trees, <laughs> you might like Fernet is heavy duty. <laughs> like, but they'll know you're not part of the industry if you do even a remote like. <laughs> yeah, if you cringe, they'll know. They'll, you're they'll doing call it. you. <laughs> And that's the mailbag. Thanks for sending in your mail. I really love it. If you want to hear your story on the show, please visit teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Okay, Gabrus, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with the juice line. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. For the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with the hilarious, the talented, the wonderful Gabrus. All right. Now the time in our show when we go to the phone, we call it the juice line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Allie. Well, let's patch her in. Please hold. Thank you. Welcome, Allie. Hello. Hi, Allie. I had no idea the juice line was a video line. So nice <laughs> oh, to yeah. see you. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Well, should, <laughs> please ignore my dirty ass office. <laughs> Just focus on the wigs behind me. I feel like, yes. Uh, I mean, like my room is pretty depressing. <laughs> um, Thank you for being here. Apparently, you have some juicy, juicy gossip that I need to hear and I want to hear it. <laughs> yes. I had this aunt and like a bunch of my family members and her worked in an insurance like company, which is like cool. Like they referred each other, you know, how you like make money. If you tell someone else, they're going to get a job there. But my aunt didn't like the fact that they worked there. We'll call her aunt Patty. So she's like weirdly competitive about it. So 
she starts sleeping with the boss, like the head of the insurance company. Oh. Mm-hmm. And um, so now wow. she is high. She's like promoted. She has the authority to get rid of these family members that she does not want to be working with anymore. Um, but she is like pretty sadistic. So she does it in like uh-huh. the worst way possible. She would. Yes. Thank yes, you so much, Aunt Patty. <laughs> absolutely. I know. Me too. <laughs> but um, she would bring in like, I had another aunt. We'll call her Michelle. She had a friend. She was cousins with Aunt Patty. And mm. um, she had a friend who she worked with. And my aunt called them both into the office and then fired him in front of her, but not her, just to fire him. Yes. Yes. And he started. Yo, yeah. that's, whoa. I know. Pet, as someone who came up in the comedy world, I'm very versed in petty people with power. Uh-huh. And it's fun. It's fun to see it. Absolutely. It's fun to see it in another way it not oh, being yeah. affected when it's me. not yeah. in your realm <laughs> yes exactly absolutely she fired yeah so is are these is it sister um it's like weird they're like cousins so it's like kind of, i just call everyone okay. aunt, um but they're all like yeah, very no, close they all live together like that kind of thing um that is why i know so she would just like do statistic shit like that all the time am i allowed to swear sorry yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm saying yeah, and I was like, oh, no, it's not my podcast. <laughs> I was like, I hope so. I uh, talk like a fucking. Uh, okay. Cool. Wanted to make sure I was like, oh no, I'm bleeping it out. Don't okay, worry about cool, it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, it's a Christian podcast. <laughs> God bless. Um, but uh, so yeah, so she starts firing people, and then um, eventually she's like gets enough like power that she has like a receptionist, and this receptionist she fires her obviously just for funsies. But on, on this receptionist, it's Tuesday. Why not? Exactly. Like I like my ther- or I like my receptionist. But bye. Like on the receptionist's last day, she was friends with Michelle, and on her last day, she hands her like an envelope, like this Manila folder kind of situation, and is like, "Keep this. Like, don't let anyone see it. Like, I'm being fired. Like, make copies of this." And my aunt Michelle opens it up. And my Aunt Patty had been committing tax fraud for the boss that she was sleeping with. Mm-hmm. And yes. it was, yes. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes. I know. Well, now you got to wonder. I, I don't want to, I don't know shade to Aunt Patty's bedroom uh, skills, but you, at first you thought she was getting promoted because she, she was boning. Right. But maybe she was getting promoted because she was keeping secrets. Exactly. Maybe she was doing crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like that's like a different kind of like level of sketchiness. Right. It's like, and it turns out two birds, yeah, one, one exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, she knows how to move up. Uh, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like Aunt Patty smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. Oh, uh, there's I a part think, of me in my heart that feels. <laughs> I mean, come on. At the time, yeah, chain smoking like it was going out of style. Um, perfect <laughs> but she also knew that they were sleeping together like she knew that that was a fact like among the office so she yeah. my aunt michelle followed them to the boss's house yes and took pictures of them and like added it to the manila folder and submitted it to like the bureau and now my aunt patty is blacklisted from working insurance ever again that's oh my god wow. first of all I love the idea of like the gumption to. We might as well get photos too. It's like, exactly. What? Yeah. <laughs> There's but so many the, things. The, the other thing I pick up on here, and this is so true, is 
everyone thinks they're getting away with shit in mm. little circles and mm -hmm. you never you never are like cheaters like whatever do you but everyone is on to you if you're fucking in the office trust oh, me oh yeah you, body Absolutely. language changes you have no idea yeah. how much we just stare at each other at work all day I can definitely tell body exactly. language wise if something's going on and it's that's just the best to be like they think they're uh, having a secret like I think you got nothing on us <laughs> I I, uh, I knew pe people that used to work uh, mm -hmm. with. Uh, I'm blurring every uh, <laughs> name and relationship here, but people <laughs> used to work with a friend of mine uh, would have like calendar their calendars blocked out because they all worked in the same office, and it would be like, oh weird, uh, uh, <laughs> Jess and uh, JC have. Uh, both have 545 meetings huh. at this time and they're like leave like five minutes separate from each other and shit. <laughs> everyone in the office is now emailing each sure. other about it right yeah. after they leave and it's like let's see the change Absolutely. behavior when they come back it's like you're busted you're busted you can't fuck around like that I respect it yes Absolutely. oh yeah when it's like oh weird they're both taking separate breaks <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, oh my what God. I'm very what I especially enjoy about this is that there's a list of uh, people who are blacklisted from insurance I, I want this master list <laughs> and i want to yeah. find out every reason <laughs> I, behind them and if they're like, just like honestly. this <laughs> it would be awesome if the insurance company had like a deck of cards like the <laughs> fbi does for terrorists where it's like and patty is the nine of clubs <laughs> in the <laughs> insurance blacklist don't i feel like it's like people it's like back when we you were not to write like when you were writing checks for places and there was that list of people mm. who like had bounced checks and you just put their picture in at 90 don't accept yeah. checks from this person don't accept insurance from these people <laughs> she's like chain smoking in the picture <laughs> and where's that just is there like can you give us like a rough update with what i'm patty's up to now what is um i mean she's like psycho so like we kind of like I don't know. Do, what do you call it in your family? We excommunicated her? I don't oh. know. Uh, distance yourself from? Distance, distance yourself. Distance yourself from yeah. her. Excommunicated okay. is like... That's like... Never mind. You know, you're marching them out of town with like a buffalo on their head. Right. Their that, didn't that didn't happen. That's not Mad Max. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well. No, I, I, I actually figured out this story like two years ago. Like wow. I was always like, I never knew... And that I would always ask, like, I thought you guys worked together. Whatever happened to that? And they'd be yeah. like, shh, like, shut up. Oh, You're like, didn't they have it, another Isn't aunt? it the best when you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we had a fourth aunt that was rolling was around there. here. The insurance aunt, I thought, was a foursome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes you forget bar mitzvahs, confirmations, getting laid, getting married. I think you, I think you know you're an adult when you get included in the next tier of gossip the first yes. time the first time your mom's like yeah well your uncle is a piece of shit is when you're <laughs> like well ex i'm old enough i'm an adult now exactly. this is that's the, gra yeah. the ultimate graduation you can have in a family is when they turn to you and go well you know your grandmother was cheating on your grandfather for years so you're like, exactly, ah, yes. i, I love the adult age like, <laughs> tell me everything oh, oh gosh it is and then thank you. You you found a family secret. And you brought it to us, and I appreciate you. Also, great name choices. Uh, yeah, Patty, the, Patty's a new one. I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> I, would, I would like also pitches for people out there that want to share stuff. Gloria is one that has not been taken up. I love that name. Gloria, oh, great name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Allie. That was such a wonderful yeah. story. And of course. and and Patty, if you're out there, I want to be your friend. <laughs> you're my type of people. <laughs> 
I like your takeaway from the story is like, I gotta hang out with Aunt Patty. It's yeah. like, whoa, stop it. Siding yeah, with here for the fucking villain. Sauron in this movie. You have a wonderful day. Thank Bye, you for coming Allie. in. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Oh my god, that was low level insurance costs. Yes. I'm here for that shit. Tax oh. fraud. I we had an tax affair. Tax fraud, fucking, yeah, it had everything you need. It was R-rated. And family huh. involved. Firing your friend, your f- cousin's friend in front in of them. In front of your cousin like, out of like a power move. Fucking the boss. It sounded like Aunt Patty was tired of working with her cousins and sisters and was like, I'm going to fuck this boss and fu- and then fuck over these other people. And that rules. Yeah. What a way. <laughs> like, look, if you want to make a final exit from the family business, make it a big splash. <laughs> Don't. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> get ex. If you're gonna quit, you, it's better to get excommunicated. Yeah. Like you, you get fired from your job, from from your family and your job. Honestly, let's <laughs> two birds, one dingaling. One ding. <laughs> and thank you so much, Gabriel, for coming in. I really appreciate it. That, that is our show. Oh, thanks for having me, Solomon. You are always a delight to talk to. And hopefully I get to see you out in the real world soon. Hell yeah. Also, I'll reach out. You should come do High and Mighty. It's just a basic Hell yeah. chat show. I would love to, yeah. Kind of catch up, plug this, get everyone fucking yeah. on board. I would happily uh, do that. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for having um, me. This was a blast. I, I you know, miss our uh, <laughs> fucking Pete Holmes show table reads. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, was... Crashing, yeah. Where I was playing Artie Lang, knowing full well I'll never get asked to play this role. <laughs> like... <laughs> it was my pleasure to have the one and only Gabrus join me on today's show. Be sure and check out his podcast, High and Mighty and the Action Boys, both from HeadGum. And as always, if you want to tell your story on the juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Please remember to rate and review in Apple Podcasts. Give us all the stars if you feel so inclined. The Juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Salataroff. Engineering and music by Eduardo Perez. I'm Solomon Giorgio. See you all back here next week as we dish out more of the low-stakes gossip you love to hear on The Juice. And please, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. Treat Dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts Dad will love, up to 60% off. Shirts activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.